This is Friday, December 31st. It's New Year's Eve. My dad loved to play golf. He was an engineer, but I think in his heart of hearts, he wanted to be a professional golfer. So as soon as I could hold a club in my hands, he began teaching me the game. First, there were the basics, like how to hold the club, how to stand in front of the ball to address the ball, driving distances, club selection, and of course, there was the etiquette of the game. There was a lot to learn. I spent a lifetime learning golf with my father. I came to love the game because, well, he loved the game. As gifted as he was, he was always teaching me, watching my swing and my game to tell me what he saw and how I could improve. Here's our text for today. In your struggle against sin, you've not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. For the Lord disciplines the one he loves, and he chastises every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you have to endure. God is treating you as sons, for what son is there whom his father does not discipline? Now this week we're learning about our calling, and we direct our attention to how God trains and directs us. And by the way, that word son means both daughters and sons. When learning this section of scripture, and especially the teaching about the Lord's discipline, we almost always get started on the wrong foot. We read the word discipline as meaning punishment, or perhaps correction. But the primary idea of discipline means training. You see, God's purpose is not to punish us. No, Jesus took all our punishment upon himself when he died for us. God plans to train us, or you might say to retrain us. Our hearts and lives have already been formed before we come to faith in Jesus. Now in Christ, God takes his fathering seriously. He is determined to train us and teach us our new way of life, life as his sons and daughters. But this is not easy. Our scripture says that sometimes God reproves us, or that he may chastise us. But this is all done in love so that we might live the fullness of our life in Christ. Now we spoke about our first calling as not our career, but to the Lord himself. And as our Father, God trains us in righteousness, in faithfulness, and in steadfast love. The writer of Hebrews tells us that this is what loving fathers do. If God didn't love us, well, he wouldn't commit to training us. He wouldn't correct us. Our problem is, is that we fail to see difficult moments in our lives or the ways that God is shaping us and developing us. We miss the Lord's training, his discipline. Part of the reason for this is that we do not live our lives Godward. We do not think that God is involved in all of the ordinary details of our lives. 
we don't realize, realize that God is using everything for our good in His glory. And we can also miss the training taking place in our lives when we don't have room in our theology for the hard times or difficult times that come. We think if God loved us, well, He'd spare us from trouble. But He loves us so much that He is using everything in our experience to teach us His ways. Going back to my dad on the golf course, so much of my time with him was used there for teaching. And golf is difficult. It's a game that can take years to learn and even longer to master. There's so much. But there are times when I just could not learn from him because, well, my attitude wasn't good. I couldn't take his loving direction for what it was, a real desire to see my game improve. At times, I'll be honest, it was pride. At other times, I felt like I could just do it all myself, on my own. I think we do this with God. We think we can live our life, our new life on our own. We'll figure it out. But then struggles come. We get easily frustrated. And we might even blame God. He loves us. And we cannot imagine that He might use our struggles and weaknesses to teach us and lead us. Recently in my men's Bible study, we worked together through Paul's second letter to the Corinthians. We learned that it was as Paul was brought to the end of himself that he learned to trust God, the one that can raise the dead. It was there he learned that the grace of God is sufficient. Paul would never have discovered the extent of God's grace without first being found in utter weakness. This is the place where none of us want to be. But it is here that the gospel becomes most real and where we discover just how much God loves us. It is here we learn that God sustains us each day. The day of trouble becomes the classroom of grace. It is a beautiful thing. It makes you wonder if we learn the sufficiency of the resources we have in Christ, if we can learn it any other way. You see, the point in Hebrews is that your Father loves you enough to train you, so not to despise the training of the Lord. I've heard it said that the best players in whatever game, whether it's golf or anything else, or those that get to the top of their game, whatever that game may be, they love to be coached. Yes, they want to be taught, and they always desire learning. And this is how we must come to God if we're to learn the fullness of God's grace. Now, we don't do, do this to gain God's grace. We already have that because of what Jesus do, has done for us. But we must learn to enjoy our place with Him. How do you see God leading and teaching you? How might this moment in your life be a time when God is training you? Let's pray. As the new year is upon us, O Lord, remind us of the depth of your love and that we're work, you are working through every detail in our lives for your glory and to teach us, to train us. There are times when the difficulties we face tempt us to doubt you, Lord. Show us the cross of Jesus once again, we pray, that we might rest evermore in him. Amen.